What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Michael Balco Show. On today's episode, I recorded an episode with Jason Lacricchio. He's a independent artist. Um, he's currently in Nashville, Tennessee, and we touch on a bunch of different topics, including, you know, his journey through high school and college and how he actually originally was pursuing acting and then he fell into music and, and things like that. And then also, you know, we talk about kind of him and his wife and their journey. And we talk about the most important thing of them all, of course, is if there's more doors or wheels in the world. So that one's important. And we also preview his uh, his brand new song that drops on Friday night. So that's going to be super exciting. Make sure you guys tune in. Thank you guys so much for listening. How is it going, guys? I just want to take a quick second to shout out the sponsor of today's episode, Donato's Pizza. Donato's prides themselves on ensuring that every piece of their pizza is the best piece of pizza that you will ever eat, and I can attest to that, guys. I love some Donato's Pizza, and I promise you that you will love some Donato's Pizza, too. They have three locations in the Erie area and many, many, many more across the country. Make sure you guys are checking out your local Donato's today or go to www.donato's.com for more information. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Michael Balco Show. It's your host, Mikey B. Come on now. We're fighting a sickness, but we're back. We're here. And we're here with a very special guest, Jason LaCricchio. He's a hip-hop indie artist, uh, one of my favorite up-and-coming artists. Let's go. America right now. How are we doing today, my man? Doing well, man. That was quite an intro, bro. Thank you. Oh, you know. You know we only do it big around here. (laughs) (laughs) So just like a future guest of the Michael Balco show. Not happened yet, but it's going to happen in the future. Can't can't drop it yet. Yeah. (laughs) Spencer Crandall, he's going to be hopping on the show. Oh, yeah, dude. I've met him a few times. Yeah, yeah. So just like him, you're from Denver, Colorado. Tell us a little bit about Denver. Rep the hometown real quick. Dude, Denver is Denver's great, man. I mean, it's uh it's I feel like I feel like people in Nashville have like Nashville pride. And I feel like people that live in Denver just have Colorado pride. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Denver's like, yeah, this is a city, you know, it's like any other city, but we have the mountains, so you know, yeah. So, but yeah, dude, I love Denver. I grew up, I grew up in like the suburbs of Denver, like mm-hmm. probably 30 minutes south of it, but, um, grew up going to shows, playing shows in Denver. Um, yeah, dude, it's, it's a, it's a good time. So Nashville has that Nashville pride. And yeah, then- it's, it's got the Nashville pride. Cause Tennessee is like, Tennessee's beautiful, but there's not as much to do in Tennessee as Colorado. So I think people really gravitate towards their city, you know, like yeah. Nashville city is very like, people like to do things in the city. Whereas people are just trying to go snowboarding and hiking in Denver, you know? Then we got Buffalo. They just got American pride, bro. Yeah, they're just, dude. It's yeah. all about it, bro. Yeah. Those tailgates go crazy. You said you're in what you said you're in Pennsylvania? Yes, sir. Okay, Erie cool. PA. We're about we're about an hour and a half from Pittsburgh, hour and a half from Buffalo, and like two nice. hours from Cleveland. So we're like right in the middle of all of it. Dude, that's awesome. Yes, sir. It snows like all the time. So yeah. that's, that's not great. Yeah. I kind of wish I was in Nashville. I need to get down to Nashville. It sounds like a good time. My it's wife and I are planning on a trip, so. Yeah, yeah, you gotta check it out. It's a good time. We'll have the link. Yeah, yeah man. Absolutely, right. bro. Bet, bet, bet. Bet, bet. <laughs> <laughs> so you started up a band when you were in middle school. Yeah. Uh, how did that come about? Well, so I actually joined when I was in elementary school. I joined my big brother's band first because... I, um, cause I started playing bass at the same time. My brother started playing drums. 
Um, and I remember like nobody wanted to play bass. Like everybody just wanted to be a guitarist. Mm-hmm. So my, when my brother was in middle school, he like found some friends and they started like a Blink-182 cover band, but there was no bassists. And so his friends were just like, yo, Jason plays bass. And he was just like, I don't want him to be in the band. And they're like, but he plays bass. Like, let's, let's do this. So, so I joined his band first. Um, and that's kind of when I, that's how I like kind of learned how to play in a band. And then when I got into middle school, I was like, I want to be a lead man. I want to be the singer. So I started playing guitar and started writing songs and then basically just got my, all of my friends, like even like some of them weren't even musicians. I was just kind of like, I handed them a guitar. It was just like, you're going to play these notes. <laughs> so be honest with me, bro. Were y'all, were y'all, were y'all nice or was it a little rough? Bro, we were terrible. <laughs> we were so bad. Maybe we probably weren't as bad as I think, but like, like we played a few shows where it sounded cool and we would, we would always pack it out with all our friends and they would make it feel like we were good. But do we played some shows where I was like, I don't know if I'm meant to do this, man. We played like a battle of bands and like my school gym once that just was bad. Yeah. But we had passion. That's all that matters. <laughs> Facts, bro. That passion will take you a long way. Yeah, bro. dude. Yeah. It's, it's working out for you so far, I'd say. Yeah, I, I, I like to think I got a little bit better <laughs> since maybe. then. <laughs> maybe just a little. Maybe, maybe just a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 So you mentioned you 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 kind of started off with the bass and the drums a little bit. Um, but now you can play like the guitar, the bass, the drums, piano. Read that off your YouTube bio, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, bro. <laughs> How did you learn all of those instruments? Kind of what are like the similarities, the differences, and then which ones are your favorites to play? Um, so I first, like I said, I first learned on bass. Um, and I really liked bass because I learned, I, I started learning like, like my first bass lesson, I think I learned uh, the Seven Nation Army from the White Stripes. So I just started playing like 90s rock. So I got really into that. Um, and then I kind of like transitioned to guitar just because I had this like old guitar at my house. And I was like, they, guitar and bass are similar enough for me to like kind of understand it. Mm-hmm. So I would do that and I would just kind of go on YouTube and learn like a whole bunch of like pop punk songs. Um, and then I started playing drums. When, whenever my brother wasn't home, I would just go downstairs and start playing on his, on his drum kit. And he'd be like, don't touch my drum set. And I'd be like, I'm not gonna. And then he would leave and I would just start playing. And so I kind of taught myself drums. Drums is definitely the, my favorite to play by far. Yeah. I have a little bit of a drumming background myself. Do you really? Yeah. Not, not too much. Not probably not. Were you in like band and stuff? No, I wasn't in like a band. I I played like a little church, church cajon type. Yeah, dude. I would, I would rock the, the bang box as they called it. Dude, yeah. It's crazy. I love it, man. It's just like just being able like to be in control of the beat, you know, it's just super Dude, cool. it's great, if, man. If the drummer messes up, like the whole band just sucks. Yeah. So. But you also feel like you got the control too. You know yeah. what I mean? I played a lot of my church too. That's honestly where I, lo- I learned. That's probably like where I got good at music was just playing like yeah. every Wednesday and every Sunday. So. Yeah, I'm terrible when it comes to like the footing part of drumming. Like yeah, I cannot, it's, it's kind of hard for a lot of people. It yeah. took me a minute to kind of get that. Yeah, it's so. it's so hard because like I can't do it. And so like I, I played like the actual drums a few times. Yeah, and it was just literally, bro. I'm just like hitting. Stuff, <laughs> You're bro. like, what's going on? I'm I'm and winging it's, it. It's hard, man. Like the uh uh the band that I'm in, Real Fiction. It's like it's kind of like a duo, kind of like Twenty One Pilots. But we got we started getting offered shows, but we didn't have like a live show set up, so. 
we were like, all right, what should we do? So in that show, I had I, I actually played drums and I had to learn how to sing while playing drums. And it was like one of the hardest things I had to do. I was like, oh my gosh. I can like barely concentrate on anything at all other than like, like probably I don't even think I think about anything when I play drums. I just yeah. kind of play it and just hope it sounds good. Yeah. Like I think if I think about anything at all, it would just be awful. Yeah, dude. It was, it, yeah. And it was, it was a lot, man. Cause you know, I had to like learn how to be on key while also playing the drums while also being like on a click. And I was like, dude, this is too much, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you go through high school, right? And you're, yeah. you know, you're, you're playing instruments, all these different instruments, you're in bands, yeah. stuff like that. Um, you wind up going to college though, and you end up graduating with a degree in acting. Yeah. Um, so kind of what factored into that decision to get a degree in acting? Um, what were kind of your decisions coming out of high school? And then just kind of talk us about your passion for acting and if it's yeah. always been a passion for yours. Yeah. So I actually... I got into theater in high school, my sophomore year of high school, I got into theater kind of like on accident. I like played a song in front of my theater class. And then the director came up and was like, you're going to do you're we're doing Greece and you're going to be in it. And I was like, no, and she was like, yeah, you are. And somehow convinced me to be in it. And I ended up loving it. I was like, this is cool. And around that time is like when my, my middle school band like broke up um that's heartbreaking so i was kind of like heartbroken from that and i was super dramatic and was like my dream of being a rock star is over so i was like i guess i'll just you know take this and and put it into theater because it's like another type of performing so i did that um for three years in high school i was just doing like musicals and plays and stuff and then when it came to senior year i i didn't know what i was I i i was like I honestly was planning on like dropping out and already being a rock star, but that hadn't happened yet. So I was like, all right, I should probably figure out what to do. So I auditioned for one school, which was uh, in Greeley, Colorado. It's like an hour half north of me. And they had a really good acting program. And I was like, I mean, I guess like this is like my second passion, so I can try this. And then I auditioned and got in. So I was just like, I guess I'll do this. So I went and um, yeah, I did a lot of, I was in like a sketch comedy group all four years of college. So we did sketch comedy a lot. That was really fun. Um, and I did shows here and there, but probably like halfway through, I was like, this is really fun. Like I really like this, but like, I do like music a lot better. And I yeah. just didn't really want to do the whole like life of an actor in LA. It's just like the most, just the loneliest thing, man. Dang. That's tough. Mm-hmm. They, make, they make so much money though. Dude. I feel like, I don't know. Make, me either, I feel like you either make a lot of money or you're broke. There's like not yeah. like there's not maybe there's a middle ground, but it's like people I know in L.A. They're because I have a lot of friends from college out in L.A. And like they'll even like get good work, like they'll get like an extra in a TV show or something. And they're still like trying to pay their rent. So I'm like, that's that's the, that's the thing. I think I was I was about to say that. And it's just like. Correct me if I'm wrong, obviously, but I feel like it's easier to burst into like the acting scene and to like get one good gig that just propels your career than it mm-hmm. is to like get that first like big song. You know what I mean? Like, what I wish do you. Like, I, I don't really know. I feel like the only thing about that is that like, and the reason why I think I, I chose music over acting is because with acting, you kind of have to like, you kind of have to 
you have to like wait to be a part of a project. Whereas with music, you can just kind of be like, you can be like, I'm going to find a way to record the song and I'm going to put it out. So you can, there's a lot, there's more like creative control with that. But yeah, getting a hit song is like also very, very hard. So I'm sure it's probably easier to get like booked on a show than it is to have like a number one song. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, maybe. But also, it's just like with acting, man, it's like you can't always be like your true self. Like you're super like high energy, easy yes. to talk to. You could very well be portrayed as like a villain, man. Like dude yeah. from Squid Games, bro. <laughs> People hating on him in real life. Like he's yeah. not actually like that, you know? Like, yeah. Taking selfies yeah. and going on little lunches with his daughter. Like that's all. Yeah, he for real. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's the craziest thing. I know, that's man. like it's, the biggest difference. But it's a wild. It's it's wild, man. It's a wild. It's a wild industry. Man. It's just a crazy industry altogether. But creating music has always been a passion of yours. Um, yeah. At what point did you realize that music is what you wanted to do for a living and fully invest your time into? Um, Probably like halfway through college, I think. Uh, I mean, I, like, I always knew that it was my number one passion, like a, from a very, very young age. Um, But I just never really like... I never really went for it that hard. Like even in, even in high school, like I liked it and played shows, but I was still kind of like, still kind of shy and like insecure to like really pursue it. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through college, I just kind of had this moment where I was like, no, I've like wanted to do this forever. I should just do it. And so um, I was really, do you listen to John Bellion? I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. So I got really, really into John Bellion and uh, I started watching like his YouTube videos and he was like the first, he was like the first pop artist that I saw make his own beats. Cause I was like, this guy's music is great. So I like watched him. And then he was like literally programming everything. He was making the beats, singing everything, like making the track. And I like did for some reason, I just didn't know that was possible. I was like, yo, that's crazy. And so I spent like all of my savings on a MacBook and was just like, I'm going to learn how to do that. Cause that sounds, that's sick. And, um, yeah, so I like opened up GarageBand and just started making beats left and right. And then, um, I made like a whole album in college that was fine. You know what I mean? But I was like super passionate about it. So I think like halfway through college, I was like, this, this is really what I want to do. Um, and this gives me like energy and in, in life. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you like a lot of other you know, people trying to get their foot in the music industry and the door stuff like that. I ended up moving to Nashville. Um, how how long ago did you move to Nashville? I've been here for, I've been here since 2018, August 2018. So about three and a half years. Yeah. So how did you like end up deciding to take that leap of faith? Like what factored into that decision? Um, yeah. Let's kind of take yeah, it. Yeah. I went, I visited, um, in like 2017, uh, my girlfriend at the time was my wife. Now she wanted, she checked out Bell. She was checking out Belmont university in Nashville for grad school. And she was like, do you want to take a trip with me? Cause she has family out here too. So we're like, we're going to stay with our family. And, uh, like, do you want to just like come toward the school with me? I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. So I came and I was like, damn, Nashville's really cool. Um, and, uh, so I like kind of fell in love with it, but I was very, I was very gung-ho on LA. I was like, I'm going to move to LA and I'm going to do like music and acting. And then when I graduated, um, I went to this house show in Colorado to see my, uh, my friend Aaron's band play. And he lives out here, him and his wife live out here and he has a band and he's a, he's a big producer and stuff. 
And after the show, I like talked to him and was like, yeah, I think I'm going to like, I think I'm going to go to LA. And he was like, you should come to Nashville. And I was like, I really want to, but like, I don't know if it's the right move. And he's like, you will get, you will propel in Nashville way quicker than you will in LA. Like there's so many people in LA trying to do the same thing. But like in Nashville, there's like heavy hitters, like really talented people. Like you'll be able to get in some like good writing rooms, um, like your first year. And I just kind of had this like moment where I was like, yeah, I'm going to give it. He was just like, give it a year. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a year. And so I moved out here, like, like pretty much by myself, um, just moved into a house with a whole bunch of random guys, but they were all like music producers. And so, and that was really new for me. So like every place I was going had like a studio somewhere and everybody was an artist. And I was like, it just opened my world and was like, dang, I got to get better at music, but this is also awesome. Yeah. So I've always kind of heard that writing that first song is always the hardest song to write because you have to figure out the beat. You got to figure out, you know, the words for it. And like, not everybody has that luxury of like, you know, having someone to just constantly give them absolute bangers after banger. And and you, you write your own music and stuff like that. Um, So which song was your first song and was it a difficult song to write and produce? Like first song ever? Like, Give us your first song ever and then your first song as like a professional. Okay. Um, my first song ever was, I think I wrote it. I think I literally wrote it. Like, it was for the middle school band, man. Dude, it was like before the middle <laughs> school band. I think I was in like elementary school. And I remember I like loved Sum 41 at the time. I don't know if you remember that band. But I like wrote this song. I think it was called like Three Day Weekend. But I wrote this song about how much I hated school and I made it like a Sum 41 song. Um, And then like, I I remember like showing it to my brother and he was like, hey, this is actually kind of cool. But I don't really even remember how it goes. Um, But that's when I like kind of, that's like when it kind of opened the door for me. But that was like a chorus. Um, And then when I wrote like my first actual song is when in middle school I got broken up with. And I had like a huge heartbreak. And then I just started writing songs left and right. Um, And yeah, but then like producing wise, um, I don't even, I don't really even know. I feel like I can't even lock down. Like I feel like it was just, there was a lot of like little songs here and there that kind of like led to like the the, the big ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I like, so if I scroll on like your name on Apple Music, which is what yeah. I've been doing for the past like two weeks, and just yeah, yeah. some bangers in my car. Dude, yeah. But <laughs> what is the first song of all of those songs? The, the, the first song that I like put up on like Spotify um, is a song called Looking For You. Yeah. I and it's like, uh, it's like a, it's like a, we, it's like a One Republic chain smokers type song. And cause that's kind of what was big at that time. And when I started making beats, I just kind of, I like literally opened up GarageBand and just was just playing with the sounds. And I, and I kind of like learned how to like make a quick beat. And then I just kind of like put that together. And I had already like written a whole bunch of songs. Um, So I like knew how to like structure a song, but that was the first song. Like that was like one of the first beats I made and just kind of like figured out how to do it. It's a banger. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, dude. (laughs) It's a banger. (laughs) Thank you. Who to this point has been the biggest supporter of your career? Oh, man. Um, I have a a lot of good people in my life. Shout shout them all out. 
settle i mean probably i mean my wife clara is probably the i mean every day she's very like you know she's very like go for it go for it you know i'll show her like every mix like i'll work on something and it'll be like it there won't even be lyrics it'll be like and i'll be like you you like it you like it and it'll sound like you know it sounds like butt and she'll be like that's great honey <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so she i mean she's a, a big supporter um i have a like I have a whole bunch of friends here in Nashville that are also artists and we all, we all just kind of hype each other up um, and support each other. And uh, I got, I mean, my buddy, Joey, who I'm in a band with, um, he's a huge supporter. Uh, my buddy, Jarek, who he's pretty big on TikTok. Um, he's the one on small time or on uh, David Dobrik. Um, he's a, he's a, he really keeps me going. He's a good guy. Um, so yeah, I, I just feel like I have a lot of, a lot of good friends and, and mentors and people in my corner to, you know, hold me up, but will also tell me if a song sucks, they'll be like, you need to change this, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quick, quick sidebar. Whenever you're talking about, yeah, dude. you know, you and your wife, man, I just love watching like your TikToks of like you and yeah. your wife. My favorite one is the one where she's like going off to work and you're just like, ah, I get to sit at home and make beats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. she has to deal with clients, bro. But yeah. like on a for real note though, like that's like the greatest thing ever, bro. Just dude, like my wife yeah. does the same for me. Like, like she yeah. literally is like keeping our animals quiet in the bedroom right now as I'm recording this dude, podcast yeah. with you. Yeah, dude. Like, they're, the they're, real they're MVP. The real, heroes, man. The real, real heroes. heroes. Big facts, bro. Big facts. Yeah. Um, so How what? long have you been married, man? I actually, my one year anniversary was like four days ago. So, dude, all right. Our, our yeah, one year was the February 12th. So, don't forget that. Close, man. We're, we're March 12th, actually. Exactly. Dude, that's crazy, man. Congrats, <laughs> man. That's awesome. Congrats to you. Thank you. Appreciate we're it. in this together. Young yeah, married dude. folk. We're going. We're married folk. <laughs> married, married out here. Never thought mm-hmm. it would happen. That's crazy. RIP to the wives, though. Like, yeah, that's tough for them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's tough for them, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, what has been some of the biggest adversity you've had to overcome to this point in your career, and how have you done so? Um, I think I think a lot of adversity happened when I moved to when I moved to Nashville because when I was in college making music, then like that first album I put out. It was like me and then my buddy Drake and like a few of our friends in college. It, it was like, it felt like in that town, we were like the only ones making music. And so we would like pack out these shows and I just felt like a rock star. I was just like, yeah, like I'm so good. And then I moved to Nashville and like truly was humbled because everybody, like everybody's really good here. Um, and the, And I remember like the house I moved into was all these guys like my age and a little older, but they had all been doing it for a long time. And they were like well-connected with artists. Like they would just casually bring up artists like, Oh yeah. Like I'm going to write with them on like Thursday. And I'd be like, you're writing with that person. Like, Oh my gosh. So I think like when I first got here, there was a lot of, there was a lot of just people that were better than me and farther in their careers. Um, And I think that that, it didn't hold me back. I think it just, for a minute I had to like, I had to like really, I, I was very nervous to kind of put myself out there. Cause I was like, I don't know if my music's good enough for these people. Like these people really, really 
are making like bangers all the time. Um, so I think I've had to, I don't know. I've, I feel like I'm going on a little rant, but no, you're good. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of one of the biggest ones. I think another one too is I'm super into like a whole bunch of type, like a, like all type of music. And sometimes I have like a hard time finding like one niche that I can like just go for. You know what I mean? Sometimes like, I don't really even know what my sound is. And so that's kind of some, that's like hard to juggle sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. I can I can kind of relate to what you were just talking about in terms of like putting yourself out there. Yeah. Because like whenever hard, I man. whenever I first started this, man, like it was not like all like flashy and weird looking like it is right now. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Bro, it was literally just like I was so nervous to even start a podcast because I was doing like little Instagram live Q and A yeah, type dude. things. And like I would get listeners, but like nothing too crazy. And it would yeah. be like very like it was just athletes. It was just like Yeah you know, Q and a type things and like answering fan questions and whatnot. And like, I was always nervous to like make it like an official thing. And my wife, that's where she comes into the picture again. She's just like, yo, just do it, bro. Just do it. I'm just yeah. like, just put it out there, man. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, once you take that leap of faith though, and you just put yourself out there, it's the best thing ever. It is. Because, once like, you, for you, I feel like once you see like momentum too, it's yeah. like, the scary, you do the scary thing and it's not scary anymore. And then you look yeah. for the next scary thing and you're like, all right, how do I, how do I do this? How do I do yeah. this? And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's crazy. I feel like having a podcast is hard, man. Like, I mean, it's, it's really cool because like, I, I'm honored to be able to like share, you know, stories of like you guys and all yeah. of that and yeah. like be able to change lives while doing so, especially being from the city I'm in. It's not like a big city yeah, um, and stuff like that. So it's cool. Like people recognize me, which is kind of wild taking like that, dude, that's awesome man at, like gas stations and stuff like that that's crazy dude. but it's it's crazy famous bro nah, nah that's nah. awesome it's cool but like also at the same time it's like this that's what literally what you do it for like for you it's like whenever you get those dms like people telling you that they love your music for me yeah. it's just like when someone's like hey i listened to your show and it was like crazy and jason a had wild. a message that was like insane and i'm just like damn right he did like dude it's a it's a wild feeling man somebody somebody dm me last night and was basically like yo like i love your song lately i love uh, that song, it like it like and then and they were like it like made me believe in love again which i was like dang like i mean i love that song but i didn't know it was that deep you know what i mean thinking about was, you lately yeah bro he was talking about like playing it at like he's like gonna propose to his girlfriend he was like i want like the song to be playing and um and i was like I, I didn't know that it could like affect somebody that like that much i was just yeah. like dang this is this is wild man yeah this is really wild yeah my wife and i were actually literally doing the dishes last night i played that song and she's like that's a hit like dude, it it's crazy man it's thank such you. a good song bro I don't know so how much. Dude, it, it feels it feels really good because i actually released that song like two and a half years ago. Like it's been really? a minute since that song came out and it's cool because of TikTok. Like it's having like a rebirth, like yeah. the streams went up and like people are, people are finding it as if it's a new song. And so yeah. I like, I kind of like forgot about it for a minute. And then that's the one that took off a little bit. And I was like, dang, this is cool. Yeah. So, so we're about to, we're about to segue into our next question where we talk about, you know, three of my favorite songs of yours and I think they're probably your three biggest songs. Yeah. Um, so like you overcame all that adversity and stuff like that, that we just talked about. And then you, you just started dropping absolute bangers, bro. <laughs> one you. of my, one of my favorites is I feel good. Dude, that's one of my favorites, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, David Dobrik. Dude, yep. And then also Lately, yeah. which is what we were just talking about. Um, what inspired those songs? And did you know they were going to be hits before you dropped them? Well, dude, first of all, the word hit, that's a very generous term. I really, I really appreciate Listen, that. Listen, man, I am so picky with my music. Yeah. I love all three of those songs. And literally, yeah, I would tell you. you if I didn't like them. Yeah. I literally love all three of those songs. Thank you so much. That means a lot, dude. That means a lot. Um, yeah, dude, to complete to be completely honest, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of songwriters that are like, Yeah, like you never know which one's gonna be the hit. Like it's usually the one you least expect. Um, and that's not been the case with me. I'm like, I feel like I feel like when I wrote lately, because that was the first one that I released out of those three. Um, when I when I wrote lately, I was like, yep, this is it. Like this is this is the sauce. Um and uh and even when I did the music video. Like that was like the first real music video I did. And I like looked at the video and was just like, okay, I like understand who I am as an artist now. Um, so I, that one felt good. Lately felt really close to my heart because I fully produced that by myself, fully wrote that by myself. Like that was, that was like a hundred percenter. Um, so I, yeah, I knew that that one would, would definitely I, I knew that it was catchy enough for to like get on playlists and stuff um david dobrik we definitely we definitely knew that one was going to be we we thought it was going to trend more than it did but it's still i think we knew that that one was going to hit because i remember i was in my friend jarek who's small town hollywood he, he he has the second verse on that song we were like at his his apartment in nashville and we were writing this one song to this like hip hop beat. And we just weren't like, we would just write something, rewrite it, rewrite it. And we were just kind of like, uh, like kind of just dead. And then we were about to go home and I was like, let's just do like, let's just do like 20 minutes. Let's just try to like write a hook or something. And he was like, I want to write a song like for TikTok. And I was like, great. What's trending right now? And he was just, and th- at this time it was like 2019. So at this time, like David Dobrik was like the TikToker. And he was like the main YouTuber. And so he was like, David Dobrik's trending a lot right now. So I was like, great, let's write a song called David Dobrik. And then I just got on the piano and just started doing that. And then we wrote that hook. That was like one of the fastest hooks we've ever written. I think we wrote it in like two minutes, maybe two or three minutes. And I was like, that's sick. Next day, Jarek texted me the beat that he made. And he like made that beat. And he was like, do you like this? And I was like, bro, this is going to this is going to be crazy. Yeah. So that one, I kind of knew. Um, How is that? Are you allowed to just like do that by the way? Just like put a whole dude's name and as you I think so, man, I think like, I think you can like, <laughs> I mean, you haven't heard anything otherwise, I guess. Yeah. I mean like our whole thing, like when we, when we put it out, we like did a whole bunch of TikToks, whole bunch of stuff on Instagram, basically like trying to get it to David Dobrik. Like we were like, we wanted him to like say something or like him to use it in a vlog or just acknowledge it in any way. Um, and he hasn't said anything, but dude, like people in his vlog squad have said this, had, had like said things about it. So yeah, who knows, but he's definitely heard it. Yeah. He's just not saying anything, which is fine, dude. It's, you know, who cares? Probably um, so yeah, I feel like that one I knew was going to take off a little bit and then I feel good. I definitely knew was going to, was going to be catchy and like, hook some people because that guitar loop that do 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 
Like we made that and I was kind of like, this is like kind of corny. And I don't like it's it like it captures my attention, but it's a little corny. And then I put like the swing beat behind it. So I just mm-hmm. programmed some drums and I was like, yeah, I like I like this a lot. And so we were just kind of it was my, my buddy Drake and I were in the studio making that. And we were just kind of like running around this because we, we made it in this room and we were just running around left and right. Like, this is a banger. We love this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you like those ones because those are also like my favorites. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're so good. And like I love music with like positivity or like music yeah. that doesn't make you like think too deep. Like yeah. lately it's just such a good song. Like I think people who are struggling in relationships may not like it as much, but in terms of oh, just like yeah. like yeah. if you're like settled down in life and you just you found yeah. your person, you know what I mean? Like listen to lately, there's like there's like no better song to listen to. Dude. And David Dobrik and I Feel Good are just like high energy, just positive yeah. songs. I love them, bro. Yeah, they're just a vibe. It's just yeah. a vibe. Yeah, I love I love vibey music like that. Totally, like that's man. the best. Yeah. So, like many other people, I discovered you on TikTok. Fell in love with your story about working at the bar in Nashville, meeting all yeah. these celebrities, all those yeah. all those kind of stories. So let's 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 talk about some man. Let's talk about some of those stories um, from you working at that bar, and then let's just talk about kind of how that how that job if it like opened any musical opportunities for you, if it helped you like create connections with anybody or. Just, let's just kind of talk about that that stage. Totally. Life. Um, honestly, I mean, like I worked since I've moved since I've lived here. I've worked at like kind of a whole bunch of places. Like I worked at a coffee shop, and I would serve, you know, artists. You know, mm. semi famous people. I worked at a restaurant um, where I'd serve semi famous people, and then that bar. Did you watch the Yellow Wolf one where I met Yellow Wolf? Yeah. Was that the one yeah. you saw? Yeah, yeah, dude. He was cool, man. He was he's still to this day the coolest celebrity I've ever met. Um, but as far as like opening connections, I'm sure that there are ways that I'm just not thinking of right now. But like with the day job, like I don't know, it it, it almost I got to this place like a few months like in October. Um where I was like, I feel like this day job is actually holding me back a ton. Um, and I feel like if I went, if I at least try to go like full-time doing music, like just writing and producing people, that's gonna, that's gonna make my connections better. Um, and it honestly has. So I kind of had this moment like where I was just working one day at the bar and I think it was like, I had like a friend write with like Charlie Poof or something like that. And I remember like them posting and and they were like in the studio with Charlie Puth. And I was just like at the, this day job, you know, and not saying that like working at a day job is, is um like looked down on, like, you know what I mean? But I think I just had this moment where I was like, yo, if I want to do this, I have to start taking this seriously. And I feel like I was, I feel like I was leaning on being like a bartender or being a barista. I feel like that was like almost my comfort zone to just be like, to not go as hard as I could have been going. Cause I have like a safety cushion just in case it doesn't work out. You have a paycheck every week and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, like I was paying my bills and stuff, which, which felt great. But at the same time I was like, I know I can go harder if, if I try to make money my own way. So, yeah. So it almost inspired, it almost inspired me in a way where I almost kind of hit this, like, this low point where I was like, it was just a humbling moment. I was just like, yo, you're still, you know, like 14 year old, you 
would have wanted you to be miles ahead of where you are right now. Um, and that's kind of harsh, but like, part of me was just like, all right, you have to like start taking this seriously. Um, Cause there's a whole bunch of people around you that are taking it very, very seriously and working really, really hard. So yeah, man. So I quit that job in October and just started like songwriting and producing full time. Yeah. That is still one of my, that's one of my favorite series to watch on Netflix. Just like you drop in all these famous people you've met because I've, I can kind of relate to that because like I've worked in the sports industry for over a yeah, decade, it, I feel yeah. like. And like, I've just met all these people like recently is whenever I announced that like my podcast would go and it would start branching out and interviewing artists and songwriters yeah, dude, and yeah. actors and things like that. You're my first one, by the way. Dude, let's go. Man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Season I hope three. It opens the door, man. Let's go. <laughs> Spencer Crandall on deck. Yeah, that's cool. Dude, he's he's crushing it, man. That guy's crushing yeah. it. He's got some bangers too. I'm a big country music guy. I also love like hip hop and stuff. So yeah. But yeah. Um so next, we're just gonna we're gonna get right back into it. Let's get um it. where am I at? Oh. <laughs> so how much has <laughs> how much has your presence on TikTok helped with your music career to this point? Dude, so much, man. I I like I was so, like, not even against. I was just so annoyed with the TikTok thing for a long time because, mm-hmm. because when, like, twenty nine, like summer twenty nineteen, I feel like that's when TikTok was like the wild west. Like yeah. people were blowing up left and right, and like my buddy Jarek, who's small town Hollywood, had a video go viral, and he just kept fueling into it. I had another buddy named Andrew. He went viral. Like I feel like everybody was going viral around me. And I just wasn't, you know what I mean? Like I would post like my songs, I'd try to post covers and nothing really was hitting. Um, And so I kind of stayed away from it for a minute and it was just kind of like, kind of complained about it. Like, and whatever, TikTok is dumb and we need to change this. And then, um, and then, yeah, I just kind of got to this point. We, this was like, I've been releasing every day for like a month now or a little over a month. And I released a song called Change um, with my band. And uh, I was just like, I'm just going to put it on TikTok. Like, I'm going to just start making, like, stupid videos on TikTok. Um, And so I started to just kind of have fun with it. And I was just like, I'm going to post every day because I had a few people that are on TikTok just be like, if you just post consistently, it's going to happen. So I was like, why not, man? I I might just do this. So I just started posting consistently. And then like doing that, I started like being like, maybe I can like tell some stories and all that kind of stuff. And then, um, yeah, like the one with yellow wolf, that one popped off. And then the one that really changed was the one where I told the story of my wife and I, how we like broke up when I first moved to Nashville and then got back together. And I didn't think much of it. Like, I was just like, this would be like a cool story to tell. And I'll just like shout out lately at the end of the song. Cause that's kind of what the song is about. So I was like, I'll just shout out the song at the end of the video. And like, maybe some people will go stream it. I and then that, that one took too. off. That one like super took off. And I was like, this is crazy. Um, and then like people actually went to go listen to the song, which I was like, this is crazy. So I think within like the last month, month and a half, uh, I'm still kind of learning because I still feel like I'm at like the beginning of something really cool on TikTok right now. Um, so I'm still kind of learning as I go. But I think what I've learned is um, whatever video I'm making, if if I can make like my music almost the soundtrack of that video rather than like the main point, 
people will go listen to it. Like if I make it like more about a story I'm telling or like a funny thing that I'm doing and like the song's just playing in the background or I tie in the song, you know, at the end, people will go stream it um, after that. And so, yeah, dude, and it's also just helped just being able to like show my personality on the internet. Cause I really mm-hmm. wasn't doing that. I was just kind of just doing the Spotify thing and just like hoping people would find me and then posting like, just me talking and me like having fun with my friends and stuff um, has made like a lot of, I feel like that has made more fans than just like me posting music. Um, So it's been, yeah, it's been really, really cool. I'm very, very, very grateful that it's like kind of finally happening on TikTok. So I'm just going to keep going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing with TikTok, man. Is like, you're either like you're in it or like you're not. And it's just like, I'm kind yeah. of thankful where like my TikToks just like one general niche that's like relatively small, but like not too small. So like I'm getting consistent, like at least 10K. Like dude, I always that, go- And that's good, man. Like yeah. when you find that niche, dude, like I almost feel like finding a really specific niche and going at that is almost better than like trying to reach everybody. You know what well, I mean? Before before I started doing that, I, I used to just do like the stupid dance things. And I was yeah, like, this totally. isn't happening. And so I just deleted all that. I was like, nope. Yeah. Like, that part of my yeah. life didn't exist. So, yeah. Dude, that's <laughs> awesome, man. Real yeah, quick. It's a, yeah, while, it's a game changer. while I'm thinking about it, you on the more doors or more wheels train? Oh, dude, I think more doors. More doors, 100%. So, because if you think about like, if you think about every car, every car has four doors. And then you think about every skyscraper. Like, dude, think about all of the skyscrapers in the world. Your background alone has three doors, bro. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, it's got to be doors. It's got to be doors. Like, I know there's a lot of bikes and stuff, but like, like schools have like 500 doors. So many. Yeah, it's got to be doors, man. It's doors. Anybody who says wheels, sorry. No. Yeah, they can leave, man. <laughs> don't even just click off the video now that we're 40 minutes into it. Just don't watch through <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> okay, so you have a new song dropping on Friday that you gave yes. me permission to preview. It's called yes. Black Chevy. Yes. We're going to preview it right now. So Let's go, man. Sit tight. Slaps. Got some like ninety seven five vibes. All right, I'm not playing anymore for y'all. You gotta wait till Friday. Let's go, man. Thanks <laughs> for what, playing it, dude. Thank you for allowing me to preview dude, that course, on the nice MBS today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, what is the inspiration for Black Chevy, and what does it mean to you? I mean, honestly, dude, like. Honestly, it's just like the next single off of the record. Like, I mean, for your listeners that don't know me, I I do I do like solo music. And then also like with my solo music, I have like a duo band called Real Fiction. And I like release it under, it's under me and then my buddy Joey who's in it and then under Real Fiction. So we kind of release it as our solo projects and our band. Um, 
but we, yeah, we just made a record. Like we did a whole album that's going to drop next month. Uh, it's like 10 songs, 10 or 11 songs. But um, we've just been, this is, I think the fifth single off, but we've just been releasing a lot of singles. Um, but that one, it, yeah, that one, it was just like, we like made that beat one night and it just felt like, uh, it just gave me like some 1975 vibes. Like it just kind of had this good, um, just like almost nostalgic kind of pop feel to it, which I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then the, the story behind it is, is that album we like tell, we tell like a whole story about like a, a, a couple in high school and like, like their whole journey with like their families and all that kind of stuff. So it's like that song is like a piece of the puzzle to the whole album. So yeah, it's it's good. I've listened to it about three or four times this Dude, morning since you sent it to me, thank and it was so absolute thank slap. Thank you, appreciate it, dude. So, what kind of advice? I ask this question to everybody who joins the show, yeah, because that's kind of what the show's about. It's kind of about you know, you know, you sharing your story and, and then us combining together to try to inspire people to to change their lives for the better and things like that. Um, so, what kind of advice can you pass along to anyone listening on today's show? Um, I think the biggest thing probably for like any, any artists and creatives or anybody that's, you know, even people that are trying to start businesses and any of that, I think the biggest advice that I've found that's really changed my life is like, make sure to like, look up to yourself. Um, I think I spent a lot of time, not like wasted a lot of time, but I think I spent a lot of time looking up to somebody else and kind of thinking that that person was going to make it happen for me. You know what I mean? Like I worked, I worked for this YouTuber um, in Nashville and like, we had like a vlog group for a little bit and I was just very like this, like this guy's successful. He's going to make it happen for me. You know what I mean? And then that didn't work. And then I would like, you know, I'd I'd do a song with, with so-and-so and and be like, Oh, this is going to, this is going to make it work for me. Like this person, and then I kind of got to this point where I was like, okay, maybe, maybe everything, maybe the music that I want to make and uh, my angle and my story is actually what is going to catapult me um, and the work that I put in, not, not expecting anybody else to make it happen for you. So like, just, yeah, looking up to yourself and just like being the captain of your own ship and just putting in, putting in the hard work every day. Um, I know you said you like interview athletes, honestly, dude, like, I feel like musicians and artists should, should hit their craft like an athlete trains every single day. Um, cause I think I, I kind of used to be that person and be like, oh, like, I'll write when I'm inspired and being like, no, I'm going to like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to like, I'm going to write a song a day. Or I'm going to make a beat a day. I'm going to make a TikTok a day. Like that has catapulted me way more and it's helped my creativity a lot more than just like waiting for the moment to strike. So yeah. it's like, just train like an athlete. You know what I mean? Like if, if you want to run fast, you have to, you have to run every single day. And it's like, if you want to be good at music, like make music every single day, even if it's bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, where can we find you at on social media? You can find me on Instagram under Jason Lacricchio, uh, J S O N L O C R I C C H I O. That's easy to remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's just Jason Acricchio on um everywhere. TikTok everywhere. Yep. Nice. Thank you so much, Jason, for up on the show today. Thank Dude, you for, thank you for having me, man. Yes, sir. And if you guys haven't listened to his music, please do.
because it will change your life, Thanks. especially those songs that we that we mentioned up above. Those are some bangers, Thanks. and you got you got plenty more coming. Plenty more. Very- I have a, a whole new album. Whole new yes. album coming. Yes, sir. I'm yeah, super yeah. excited for it, and I'm super excited for your future. And thank once you, again, man. thank you. You as well, dude. Me. You as well, man. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Make sure y'all check out Jason everywhere. I'm going to link everything in the description down below. So check him out everywhere. Yeah. 